Hello everyone, I'm your host Lucy MacDonald and you're listening to the first ever episode of the Isn't That Mad podcast. This is a podcast about the philosophy of uni life. This is where I analyse things that seem very matter of fact but are actually a lot more deep and abstract than that. The point of this podcast is that I often feel that navigating your late teens slash early 20s and especially in uni is extremely overwhelming. It's almost a free-for-all. There's no set path. There's no no one guarding you. There's no one holding your hands like they did back in school. And I think that can be very mystifying at times. And it brings on a lot of existential angst. And I feel like I am someone that is ridden with a lot of existential angst. And the only way of getting through this is by thinking philosophically and demystifying all of it. So before I get into anything, before I even explain who I am, I just want to make a quick disclaimer that today we will be talking about sensitive topics such as substance abuse. So if that's triggering, then maybe this podcast is not for you today. So firstly, I thought I'd start by introducing myself. I am a second year philosophy student at the Uni of Leeds, originally from Liverpool, if you didn't know to guess, who just loves a good ramble and thinks way too deeply about the meaning of life. But don't worry, you don't actually need to know about philosophy or study it in any way, or have studied it in the past, because it's one of those things where we think about it all the time anyway. It's the study of life, and we're all living our lives, so it's very universal. If I mention any concepts unfamiliar to you, it's fine, because I'll define them straight away. It's just really a talking point, it's not really something that I'm going to lecture everyone on, it's more just a topic that I'll delve into and see how it relates to uni life. Already I need to make another disclaimer that I am a genuine pensioner, and I've already had about five technical difficulties just setting up the mics, and it takes no skill really, like I am making this the worst thing ever, so bear with, because there might be a lot of jumps because you know what I just don't really know what I'm doing with this and that brings me on nicely to my next point speaking of old age pensioners (laughs) today I am joined with a fellow nan philosophy student scouser up the toffees by the way (laughs) my best friend Isabel Mitchell say hello Isabel hello everyone honestly a pleasure to be here thank you for that lovely introduction Lucy (laughs) you're so welcome feeling very exposed thank you (laughs) right Isabel tell us about yourself how how do you know me and what makes you a good guest for my first ever podcast episode okay so for some context I went to uni in Leeds last year and Juice of the Universe just sends in every possible hardship my way, like everything you can think of <laughs> that could go wrong, went wrong, honestly. <laughs> it wasn't fun. So I was like, surely let's just like accept the defeat and just go back home. So now I'm back at home with my lovely nan and granddad and going to uni in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I study philosophy and Italian. And I met Lucy very romantically on the Parkinson step and straight away, I was just like right okay she's from Liverpool she's just philosophy and we also both lived in Lupton so we just had that instant connection because we were just struggling just if you've seen Lupton then you know it's just <laughs> not the best I think we've still got PTSD from it to be honest <laughs> and then everything straight away was just deep conversations and I was like sign me up honestly soulmate yeah exactly <laughs> I have I've genuinely never come across someone as deep as Isabel she <laughs> she literally can make anything a philosophical debate and I've never come across anything like it and I'm obsessed with it so hence why she's the first guest yeah, so what makes me a good guest guys honestly we'd be here all day if we just you know listing off Michael's attributes <laughs> and image 
but yeah my whole existence is just dedicated to just existential dread and i'm honestly too curious for my own god like get me in bad situations and then mix that with me talking like an actual nan it just makes me perfect i think it does to be sat with lucy on this podcast <laughs> yeah just like, putting the world to right oh, surely surely we, let's do it all we need right now is a couple of bourbon biscuits and a cup of tea don't of you think course. i feel like that really sets it off I agree completely. A little dog or something like that. No cats. Rock, no, Sorry, no cats. guys, we're not cat people, just no. disclaimer as well. Like, if you're a cat person, then we do accept you, but we can't relate. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> let's get into it. So, today's topic of conversation is something that we are going to try and talk about for, you know, half an hour to 40 minutes, but with me and Isabel, we can talk about something for about 45 years. So, it's going to be a hard task, and we're going to condense it, and we're going to make it concise, but this is how it's going. The funny thing is that we could talk about something 45 years and come out of it more confused than what we went into it in. So So, today we are talking about hedonism and how this applies to university life. (laughs) It is a concept famously developed by Jeremy Bentham within his story of utilitarianism in 1769, I believe, which explores the pursuit of pleasure. This means that as humans by nature, we actively strive towards pleasure and avoid playing did I say plain then? Yeah. <laughs> Boys, plain. Avoid plain stuff. <laughs> Surely a bit of drama. Avoid <laughs> pain to produce happiness. I love the way you thought plain was in the sky. I know, I thought like neon, plain. No, I thought, I thought like plain, like digestive biscuits. <laughs> no. If you want to think about biscuits. <laughs> I know. Right, so getting back to it so on the back of halloween weekends and bonfire night if that's something that you know gets you fancy guys yeah she likes all that those colorful bombs in the sky then well it's interesting to delve into the driving force behind many hedonistic behaviors that is drinking smoking hookups doing (laughs) drugs eating drunk foods you know all that jazz so isabel would you agree that engaging in these kinds of behaviours is a way to let loose after like a long week of doing work, organising your time, making food, you know, just generally overthinking your life, you know, you know you've got careers ahead, years abroad, you don't know if he's only a year in the industry, you just don't know really know where you stand, so it's a bit like, oh, do I just want to go and have a drink on the weekends and just completely let loose? Yeah, I think um, reflecting back onto like stressful times in life, especially, you know, with A-levels and stuff like that, I think everyone can relate, like, especially when they were getting closer towards exam season, they had, they had to have that sort of light at the end of the tunnel like I know a lot of people are booked like holidays and things like that or like nights out and stuff because I think <clears throat> that's also like the motivation in a way but what's interesting is like why is the motivation when you're stressed to do something quite like high energy like surely you'd want to do something that's more like relaxing for your brain yeah. I just find it interesting like in our culture the way we all literally just want to go out and like numb our brains and like go out and like have a dance but like I think as well people struggle with like all the things to do to celebrate because a few months ago I went teetotal because I feel like the cons of alcohol were sort of not weighing the pros for me and on my birthday as well actually last year I wasn't teetotal at the time but I just didn't want to drink on my birthday for some reason and there was just nothing else to do and it was like such like a wake-up call I was like there was nothing else to do to like celebrate I was like so am I gonna go like to the cinema with my friends on my birthday it just felt a bit weird so we ended up still going out it's really hard to choose somewhere to go where alcohol is not involved because everything's social it's like oh because to be fair me and Isabel live in the 
Liverpool together, but we're quite far away. So when it comes to being home together at Christmas and Easter, it's like, let's go to town and have a drink and go for a night out. It's not really like, unless it's in the daytime, like, let's go for brunch. It's like, let's go and have a drink or let's go for a meal no, it, where a glass of wine's going to be literally, there. Literally, it seems like it's it just a given. It's like, it's not even up for question. It's like, surely after, you know, a stressful week in uni, surely we're all going to go on a night out. Or mm. if I'm going to, like you said, if you're going to see your friends you haven't seen for ages, mm-hmm. it's like, it's got to be a night out. It can't yeah. just be like, I mean, some people obviously will go for like a coffee or something and like yeah. have a catch up. But I think at our age, let's face it, most people are planning a nice house, aren't they? Yeah, definitely because because we're used to that. It's just everywhere. Like everywhere you look, there's just something to do. Even so there's a like bar, bottom, there's a club. Even like a bottomless brunch. Yeah. Like people can't even go out for like a birthday breakfast without it being just like unlimited drinks. Yeah, surely. just getting absolutely leathered. Yeah, like everyone just wants to get drunk. So, yeah. I mean, by the way when we're talking about alcohol and stuff we're not saying that like in like a judgy way like everyone's to get drunk it's more just we're just like isn't that mad isn't that mad (laughs) no it is it's never it's never anything deeper it just isn't that mad yeah it's just we want to understand it and dissect it why are we all doing this yeah definitely so would you say that it's actually something that you want to do or is it something that everyone else is doing so in turn you just think oh well i'll just tag along with that is it some kind of fear of loneliness or what what do you think it is what do you think it stems from well i think what we were talking about then where it's sort of seen as like a bit of a given i think people who come to uni and didn't necessarily live a very hedonistic life beforehand mm-hmm. like didn't drink much didn't go out much or yeah. whatever i think they just sort of think the only way that i'm going to be able to get by and make friendships and make relationships is in this setting with alcohol mm. and i think there's two reasons because of that i think it's because yeah everyone's doing it and they want to fit in and just explore that for themselves Mm -hmm. but i think also it's because because it's such an overwhelming experience going to uni and especially if you've moved away from home meeting all these new people i feel like people needed to take the awkwardness away yeah it's obviously one of the side effects of alcohol is it makes you more confident and it makes you obviously like let loose a bit more so you you're more likely to be open and i think it brings out a lot more of a vibrant side to people's personality so i think it's naive to think as well that people don't want to be liked upon first meeting they do it's human nature yeah we want to fit in we want to be liked and we want people to like us yeah so definitely. i think that that definitely has something to do with it not really as such oh people like going oh she's not drinking so she's this she's that i think it's more just people think if i want to be mates with them people i need to do what they're doing yeah because you think back to freshers week because like i came to uni and i didn't know anyone from school or college so i was coming like as a complete blank slate i didn't know anyone so as a lot of people i imagine like they were in the same booth so i i found the only way to properly meet people especially because it was online learning was pre's clubs socials because i didn't have any in-person lectures last year i know that some courses did but mine didn't mine was all online so the only way you could make friends really was through drinking you know unless you were in a flat with someone and you met people mutually by chance and by luck it was you go to prison you kind of get yourself out there and try and showcase your personality to these strangers that you've never met with different cultural backgrounds like different upbringings different socio-economic backgrounds like it's so it was so different and i think that's another thing as well because everyone's so different you've always got to be like oh i need to just be myself but times a hundred i need to try and like just get out there and not let myself be like held back by nerves i think when even when you think about when you were saying about freshers week Mm. like a popular thing to do to break the ice in freshers week is like drinking 
drinking games, games. And the whole point of drinking games like obviously a lot of them can get like quite sexual as well yeah. it's, it's about like exposing yourself in a way yeah and about like i doubt many people would play them type of games if there wasn't alcohol involved because yeah. they wouldn't actually have the courage to be that like raw and real so it's like i've literally on like the first night of festival for example it's like i've literally just met you i know nothing about you but i know like the weirdest place you've had sex yeah. and it's like it's just mad because like if we hadn't had a drink we wouldn't be talking about that definitely so i think like alcohol makes it just makes it more uh, anything goes yeah so i think it, people use it as a way to get to know people quicker definitely what we're trying to say is hedonism is so deeply ingrained in uni culture and people just feel the pressure to engage in these social activities in order to make connections so they're not in a vulnerable position but does this like compromise your true wants and needs for others is that what it's trying to say or is it literally just like i'm just going out for a bevy it's not that deep do you know what i mean like is it that deep well i think as well because people are away people are away from home mm. and there's no one holding them accountable like they're not like under the parents thumb or anything so i think they're like surely let's just exploit the situation <laughs> like there's literally i've got no one to answer to there's nothing so, like, to lose is that yeah there's nothing it's to lose scary. and especially in first year everyone's like oh bit of bit of a laugh this yeah. isn't it like let no one's taking it seriously because it doesn't go towards the final grade yeah. so i think it's like experimental era and like people don't even like know themselves like people don't know themselves so i think they think through these different types of vices they're like yeah. they're getting to know themselves better yeah definitely because i like, shock themselves don't they <laughs> i've definitely shocked myself certain things i've done under the influence of alcohol i'm just like why because, surely not like if we think back if we just think back to a certain night out with <laughs> isabel and i like <laughs> An example of talking to someone who you've just met, like, and they have an absolute... With extreme confidence. <laughs> but with absolutely no thought, like, this is not going further than this conversation. Isabel actually uses people to hit advantage, not in that way, more... <laughs> oh my God, Lucy. As, as a means of... Stop acqu- incriminating me. As a means of acquiring knowledge. So yeah. I remember I was just in a smoking area one time and then I just, like, just glanced over to the side and Isabel is speaking to some doctor who is about 45... <laughs> from Dubai and was like so tell me about your travels and you'd be like is it something that you would recommend and Isabel's getting advice off this man that she's never met before she's probably... going you need to read rich dad poor dad you need to be employing people so, and I was like okay I was like literally she was... making notes on my notes and everything she held on to every single word that man said but are they ever going to speak again no, no but she knew that her being drunk gave her the confidence to yeah. get some advice and I was like I'm going to be a sponge like surely, surely me getting all your dirty secrets out <laughs> now that can help me in the future yeah. um yeah yeah so there's those examples where it is just a laugh like i, I it's have a laugh spoke. but also like let's make it productive <laughs> like exactly I'm, I'm, I'm making connections i'm yeah. networking guys in the smoking area because i can be a proper wet wipe sometimes and i won't speak to anyone unless i've had a perfect so i'm like oh surely like let's just talk about your relationship it's like oh do you know oh it's hard oh, do like, you not like her oh, oh god oh how long you've been together oh, do you know it's those types of things it's like you just it's so shallow but it's so fun because life can be so serious like life can actually be so serious so then when you go on a night out and you're like this is literally like what is this what is this yeah like this is surely can't be real life yeah exactly this is where the pros and cons come into it because it's like yeah yeah you're talking to you know because we were saying before that like you know you talk to people when you're drunk and then you see them again when you're sober and it feels like you're meeting them again for the first time because you're like i like i don't actually know you yeah like 
there's so and many you people. don't know me because I feel like they exactly. don't know me properly but there's so many people when you're drunk and you're like I love you so much I care about you so much and then you see them when you're sober and you're like I literally know nothing about yeah. that no it's the speech every time I'm like holding everyone's hands going guys we need to join it's forces it's the girls toilets it as well it it's is. not good it's but, really not good behaviour but also I just I love it I love that's that I mean like they're the moments I thrive off like I just love making people see that sounds really bad but I do just love making people feel a bit uncomfortable like me and Lucy <laughs> were in a taxi home just in like a black cab just like you know as a little night out and this poor taxi man is going about his business at five scouse, o'clock in the way. morning you're scouse yeah some scouse fella just like it's it's just a cake like he's very matter of fact just like yeah whatever and I go to him excuse me mate excuse me um, do you think the movie Grease sends out a positive outlook on relationships and he's like what do you mean and I'm like well by the end of the movie Sandy's had to completely transform in order to just gain his attention like can that be right and he's going love it's five in the morning what are you doing asking me this he was like eh no you know I just, I just think it's a good film I just like the songs and then Isabel's like but that's an example of behaviour completely unprovoked like I've genuinely just plucked that out of nowhere yeah like oh, obviously as well you know rest in peace to Olivia Newton-John oh yeah we don't want to no sarcasm by the way in that I know yeah. often, but no she was very talented woman <laughs> Right, so let's move on to whether it is just escapism because we're talking about all these funny times we've had, but that is us escaping all like serious, like philosophical yeah. angst. You know what I mean? Like we're we're just doing like shallow activities because we're not in deep thought. You know, we're just having shallow conversations. Like, oh, so how long you've been together? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Like getting girls' toilets. You know what I mean? So is it just escapism then? Would you say? Would you say like going out and that party culture and hookup culture or whatever? Do you reckon that is escapism? I think it is escapism, but I think there can be healthy escapism mm-hmm. in terms of, like, you're like, I've worked really hard this week, like, I just want to, you know, relax and, like, relax my brain, maybe just have, like, a little glass of wine, or on the other way, I want to, like, loose, I want to go out and have a dance and I want to have fun, but then I think there's the escapism where it's, like, I want to numb my brain, I want to forget everything about yeah. myself, and people are using it to, like, drown the sorrows, which yeah. is, like, a cliche saying, but, like, it's true, people it's do true. 100% exploit it. And I think a lot of people now can source a spot from a mile away, like when someone's drinking for that reason, because yeah. they drink in a different, like the, the actual action of them drinking, they're drinking in a different way. Definitely. Like how quickly, like they're getting it down them yeah. and stuff. And I think in uni, you really start to see that because before uni, I'd never really seen like this much alcohol consumption, no. like, or drugs or anything like that. I'd never seen it before. Well, so we, it's, it's we one of those things. We talk about all the time about America, don't we? Yeah. And saying like, if this behaviour was going on in like America, when mm. like, or like just certain countries, like and there's loads of countries you could use as an example, but like yeah. we would be, ruin in rehab no we would like the, I feel like the average student just like the average student not even like the extreme would be like thrown in a re- yeah. rehabilitation so it's just such a fine line between escapism and enhancements are you doing this to drown your sorrows for example or are you doing it to elevate your moods you're like oh do you know what just submitting my final assignments I am on cloud now and I need to go out and have a laugh and have a dance like it's just such a fine line but, between but them I think you could, you could also argue couldn't you like why can't we why can't we all go out and have a dance and have a laugh without, without alcohol? alcohol like on it it is baffling when you think about it, it like is. why does it need to be there yeah it's it's really it's really strange do people not have other things that they want to do as well like some people escapism like escapism for me would be like literally watching mamma mia yeah and like what negative consequences am i facing from watching mamma mia yeah if it's on like 
bloody Netflix or something. It's costing me like no money. I can mm. watch it in the comfort of my own home. I'm not getting a hangover from it. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting anxiety after yeah. watching Mamma Mia. Yeah. I'm not like, oh God, what did I say to them last <laughs> night after watching Mamma Mia? Like, like so I don't understand. It, it's just mad how something is so ingrained in our society mm. and so antisocial. Like yeah. the amount of fights that happen, everything yeah. from alcohol. The fact that it's so ingrained in our society and has so many yeah. negative consequences. Mm-hmm. And for your health as well, like you're literally destroying it. It's poison. Yeah. You use it to clean surfaces. <laughs> and we're like, surely, surely 10, 10 gigabombs? Yeah, surely. I, I was scrubbing my kitchen in my house with an alcohol wipe yesterday. You literally. Grabbing this will get it all off. A like bit, like bit of a stain or a bottle of spain off or sort that right Yeah, now. honestly. Do you know what I mean? Like, Imagine. what's the point? It's, it's really weird. But I think that leads on to as well about like low vibrational pleasures. Like that's an example. So like a low vibrational pleasure, which was distinguished by John Stuart Mill, wasn't mm. it? So he distinguished what Lucy was talking about before about Jeremy Bentham's utilitarianism. He distinguished the higher and the lower pleasures. So... The higher pleasures would be like maybe watching Mamma Mia, listening to a bit of Abba, listening to some music you like, mm-hmm. reading a book, going for a nice walk, exercising. Yeah. And they're all things that delay gratification. You're not getting a massive dopamine hit in the moment, but after you've done it, you feel good. Definitely. Whereas alcohol in the moment, you're getting that big dopamine hit. But after it, I, I, I mean, I struggle to find someone who hung over is like, I feel on top of the world. No, yeah. Like, it's it's kind of artificial as well because what we were saying before, when I'm talking to someone in a smoke area, yeah, that is completely, it's me, but it's enhanced and it's quite artificial. It's, it's I don't a bit really arrogant, care. isn't it? It's, it's a like, bit... I don't really care about your relationship yeah, problems. Yeah, like I don't care. And yeah, it's almost <laughs> like sarcastic. You're like, oh, really? Like, you don't care. Yeah. But it's just purely anything for just to laugh yeah so that artificial instant gratification that you get you receive from being drunk or whatever in uni life it's kind of made to feel like that is that outweighs the hangover yeah. do you know what I mean because you're having a good time and you know it's part of the uni experience so that outweighs it but why well, it outweighs everything even money like most students struggle for money do you know what I mean yeah. like it's actually one of the most you know the biggest properties of being a student you know no one's working mm. so people are spending like all the money they have on purely going out to feel this feeling that yeah. we're talking about now yeah to just feel a bit more like confident in themselves yeah. and feel a bit like they don't care yeah like people budget well students budget yeah. every week so that they can go out setting aside money for going out which is or people will go on a holiday to the other side of the world, right? Mm. And it's like, you may as well just be at home because you're just drunk. They're, yeah. not, they, they're traveling to the other side of the world to drink. Mm. But it's the same, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not going there to necessarily experience the place. It's just another place in which to drink alcohol. Yeah. And I just find that crazy. It is crazy. But also, people love like a party holiday. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I think I would love it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, a party holiday is a ball. Yeah. I'm like, but why is it a ball? <laughs> why is it a ball if we're not remembering it anyway? Yeah. It, it's so. In society, do we all just care too much? Is that what it is? Like, we all care too much, and then when we have a drink, is that our only, like, alleviation from distress? Or is it just, is it peer pressure? It, do you just feel like, oh, Oh, well, or it's just like you good. may as well you, you may, may as well. well so if it makes you feel a bit better you may as well do it yeah well that brings us on to the next point that I was thinking of is it just a rite of passage from late teens to adulthood because really it's the only time you've got no responsibilities you've got like you, you're just in a uni house with your mates and the only responsibility you've got is your work and all week thinking about work or whatever, like submitting essays. But other than that, you haven't got kids to feed. I mean, this is assuming that people don't have kids already in uni because yeah. I know that that does happen, yeah. but I'm just talking about our cases yeah. where we don't really have any responsibility right now. That's huge and that would we were to go out No one's reliant on us at the end of the day. Like, yeah, and, we're completely self-sufficient. And I think most people are aware of that they want a family in the future, so they're like, right, this is my time to shine type thing. Like, this yeah. is my time to get this out my system. Yeah, Let 
letting off steam completely. Yeah, and I think it's the only time to immerse yourself in a fully because obviously people in older age still drink and people who've got kids still drink, mm. but they can't do it to the degree that students drink because yeah. the social services would be on the phone. No, literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't behave <laughs> can't. like that. Like, imagine You that. can't be living at large at Bobby's Monday if you've got four kids at home. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just can't be doing that. It's just, like, it's not looking good. It's not. You can't be ordering two pounds kilo shots on Fruity Fridays. No. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Well, it's not. It's not even acceptable. that. Like, because even if it was acceptable, I just know the next day I'd just be waking up, Gavin. Oh, I feel awful. Yeah. Be bothered with it's this. like it's almost like now is the only time we have enough time on our hands to be this hungover all the time. <laughs> no, literally. Do you get what I mean? I'm like not any putting... other time, like people don't have this much time to be hungover. This is what I mean. I'm not putting time aside for the night out. I'm putting time aside for the next day because I'll think like, oh no, I'm go- I won't do this on Saturday because I'll be hungover Over. Friday. Yeah. You like? And... So why why are we doing something? <laughs> I'm planning, feeling bad in advance. We're like right. Friday's got to be, but I'm going to feel, I'm going to want to jump off a cliff on Saturday. <laughs> so I'm just going to give myself a bit of an easy day. Like, why are we putting ourselves in that position? Look, in the first why we, I think this is the only circumstance, apart from grieve and something, that we set aside a day to feel yeah. awful. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird, isn't like, it? Like I was saying before, during anyone after watching Mamma Mia or anyone after reading a book goes, oh God. Guys, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make any plans the next day. I'm going to be in the fields a bit. No, they're not. You never know, though, to be fair. I mean, Mamma Mia, that part would move you, that music life, wouldn't it? I remember, oh no, it's not it's completely unnecessary, but I'm going to say it anyway. What? My dad read me a book when I was little, and the next day I was completely traumatised from what it. What was it? Roald Dahl, The Giraffe, The Pelly oh, and Me. Oh, surely not. The Giraffe, The Pelly and Me. I've the next day, that. oh, I was absolutely distraught because it was so yeah, it was so emotive. And I just remember the next day just being like, oh, I'm never going to be the same after that. Oh, do you know what? I stand corrected then, Lucy. Thanks for that. <laughs> so your argument. You learn something new every day. Honestly, Isabel, just leave because just, you have no points. Roald Dahl just solved hangovers, basically. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Rudol, I've got a Rudol hangover. Sorry, guys. Can't come out today. Especially going without me. I'll come next heavy, time. Heavy nights on the giraffe, the pelly and me. Heavy come down off this Rudol, you know. <laughs> Has anyone got any paddies about the Lucas off this Rudol stuff? So, I know right now it just seems like we're talking about children's books and hangovers <laughs> for no good reason, but... There is actually a point to this. Like, we want to talk about healthy hedonism too, which is like mindfulness, exercise. Like I was saying before, like reading a book, like things basically that don't have any long term negative consequences. Yeah. It's delayed gratification. You're yeah. delaying the dopamine hit, which is also really good for your brain. Yeah. And then, arguably, that is real happiness. Yeah. Because that's what John Stuart Mill is saying. That's a higher pleasure. Yeah. Because we're not relying on a substance to feel like that. Definitely. We've done the hard work. Like, so you go to the gym, you do the hard work, you use your energy, you discipline yourself, and go, can I really be bothered? doing 50 deadlifts no but I'm going to do it anyway because I feel good after do you know what I mean whereas as we were saying before with the hangovers you know we're we're fully going to the extent of setting full days aside (laughs) because we know we're going to feel too bad but then maybe this is just another problem as well because maybe it's just because we're pensioners I am a pensioner and I have no get up and go like these people who the next day are just up and out no 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 no. like the other day I I, the other day it was nine o'clock at night and I was still in my clothes from the night before on my makeup (laughs) Off the next day at night, and I literally couldn't get out the bed. I was just like, but what? Like I can't move. It's the conversation for that one as well. Drink, I didn't even drink that much. I was just, I'm tired. I'm so tired. It was the conversations we were having. No, we were like, do you know what? It's not even worth it. This. I know. Yeah, every time. You put I've never drink it again. You put themselves through this. I know. Torture. Literally, literally. <laughs> what do you do to ourselves? Like them we never learn, do we? Oh, them freaking fireworks. Not helping my brain. I only got ourselves to blame. Like maybe. This is one of them things where it's just another problem. It's definitely a it's no. It's definitely, definitely universal. It's definitely universal. To be fair, no, no, no. I think everyone suffers with things like anxiety. Like, surely you've got to be like At invincible. 
if you haven't had like anxiety or cringed at yourself something you do when you're drunk yeah or like you do just get in weird situations when you're drunk you do like you just get into like for example a weird situation me and lucy were in a kebab shop at four in the morning (laughs) we literally kicked everyone else with the kebab shop because we were like will you do as a concert i had my phone connected to a speaker and i was like listen we're not leaving i'm just playing my music in here because i can't be bothered going to a club so i'm just gonna turn this into a club we had elvis on we had Um, roger stewart do you think i'm sexy billy jean we had billy jean on we had smooth criminal everything and do you know what i had an absolute ball so uh, honestly guys recommend doing that no honestly do recommend that to be fair the man the fella who was working behind the counter you were like what's your favorite artist and he was like drake and you were like you'll love this one then just put do you think i'm I'm sexy sexy on yeah you know just like to keep people on the toes do you know but like what i'm trying to say is i might still be a bit outrageous now and again but it wouldn't be to the extent where i'd be stone cold sober in the middle of the day everyone evacuate the premises everyone leave so i can literally just play co- suspicious minds. cause havoc to listen to a bit of elvis like i wouldn't do that i think it's completely i hope not anyway <laughs> to be fair it depends how far i was pushed honestly but yeah i'd like to think i wouldn't do that too right so basically to avoid find yourself in a chippy in the middle of constant square <laughs> in just an undignified manner yeah. i had tracky bottoms on by the way and it just wasn't a good, wasn't a good look we had all our shopping from that day yeah and uni work and uni work I, like we literally were a walking target like we had two laptops in our bags like yeah. just robbles yeah but it was it was complete hesitism it was it was because all we cared about was going out for a drink so in that moment and it was just unnecessary it is it's in that moment it's just that's what it is it's all about the moment like yeah. nothing else matters yeah and that's why alcohol as well actually scientifically on your brain gets rid of the like the need to care about consequences yeah. like you just don't care just in that moment care. you actually don't care no. about the consequences but the next day when you're faced with them you're like why would i do that yeah it's almost like your drunk self betrays your soul but so that's self what it feels time. like yeah it's like your alter ego isn't it it's weird isn't it so how can we just enhance ourselves with, that. with no consequences like we're not saying obviously cause alcohol like if you didn't want to cause alcohol completely like we're not we're not saying alcohol's bad we're just obviously talking about alcohol but mm. i mean if you wanted to have more of a balance yeah where you have enjoyment from alcohol and enjoyment from things that aren't like substance related yeah then i think it's nice to have like some things in place like i like for example i like going on walks and listening to music yeah like, i love just being like i've done ten thousand steps had some fresh air mm-hmm. had a little think yeah listen to some music definitely exercise to be yeah. for body do you yeah know what I mean? definitely that's what i'm like and it is i think you always say this that like balance is what you need in life you just need that need equilibrium. too much of anything's not good like even something good yeah can end up being about too much of anything can make you sick said Cheryl Cole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though like honestly so even the book can be a case so, so true, true like honestly no wonder Simon loves you because you, you have the meaning in life I she's say. basically Bentham she you know really mean? is Cheryl Cole is Jeremy Bentham <laughs> that's all you theory guys yeah. conspiracy right so to wrap up this first episode we need to draw some kind of conclusion without talking about Cheryl Cole chippies <laughs> Elvis Elvis Rod Stewart <laughs> Sandy from Greece Olivia Newton John God rest us all. <laughs> so we need to round it up and just come to the conclusion that balance is it's what key. we need. Balance is key, guys. We need it. This equilibrium, we need to go out, have a laugh, have a bit of a jink. Do you know what I mean? Have a bit of a drink. Don't cross it off completely. But be mindful that you can't let this hangover persist for over 24 hours <laughs> you need to get up and go at some point please do some mindfulness like practice yoga practice meditation get a journal 
Get um, a journal. Read. Read a book. No, honestly, read a no, book. No, honest to God, reading a book does not help you. It literally does. <laughs> just like expand this mind. Do you know what I mean? Because can't you actually lose brain cells? No, is it alcohol that makes you lose brain cells? Something. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It's not know. making you clever, like, is it? It's not. <laughs> I do think it's an intelligent enhancer, alcohol. No, but I think it is. <laughs> I think it's an inter- I think I'm so intelligent when I'm drunk. I'm oh, like, no, because it's a confidence enhancer, <laughs> but it's not an intel- Like, you don't get more clever every time you drink. Surely, surely it's a clan and thing, or whether it's Desi. See, clearly we're not scientists, guys. You I know. know, yeah, don't take this. Like I, me and Logic are not friends. Like the other day, I was in uni and I had to ask someone to turn my laptop on for me. Mm. Like this is the level of Zozy that I just couldn't. Yeah, but yeah well, we we literally couldn't start this podcast without asking someone to come in and fifty times. Yeah, and talk us through every stage. And talk us through because we are nuns, and after this, we probably are gonna look at old people's homes. Just we are, just to see what tickles our fancy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're preparing. We see, this for me. We're looking for this. Long term gratification. Yeah, long term gratification, guys. Our, our long term dopamine hit is going. Yeah. I'm sitting on a rocking chair, do you know what I mean? With a cup of tea and bourbons, as exactly. we said, as previously discussed. As previously discussed. <laughs> right. So, moral of the story, guys, is that what? The moral of the story is basically we just find it crazy how society is ran by a liquid that mm. makes you feel a certain way yeah. and it's involved in everything. Mm. So, we're just like, that's a bit crazy but let's just also not forget about the other things that we can do yeah. that help ourselves in the long term and that are good for your physical health your mental health and things that you can still do with other people like you don't just have to socialise with alcohol like you can you know go and do a, a pottery painting class with your friends <laughs> do you know what couldn't have put it better myself do you know what I mean yeah. like come on guys let's be creative like let's push the boat out of yeah. it surely basically guys Drink coffee. Drink sensibly. Drink sensibly. Drink sensibly, but if you are going to drink, evacuate everyone out the kebab shop <laughs> and act like you've rented it out, even though you haven't. And, and demand extra and, cheese. And demand everything and steal the orcs cause and don't leave until every song that you wanted to be played has shook you to the core. And if you ever find yourself in a situation in an Uber or a taxi, open up a debate about Greece. Uh, open up a debate about Greece, guys. Like, honestly... <laughs> So stay tuned because there's plenty more where this came Watch from. Watch the space. Watch the space. And if you've listened to this all the way through, we are so sorry if we've spoke so fast and <laughs> used words that you don't know because we are from Liverpool and I'm assuming a lot of people listening to this might not be from Liverpool. Yeah, but in conclusion, up the toffees. Up the toffs, honestly. Up the toffs. C-O-Y-B. <laughs> stay tuned. I love for you the and leave you. Yeah. Guys, it was my pleasure. Yes. Please look after Lucy. Isabel, thank you so much for being my first ever guest Aww. on my first ever podcast episode. Honestly, wouldn't have changed it for the world. Thank I've you had, so much. I've had a lovely chat, honestly. I hope we've confused you all. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope that you've left this thinking, that is a bit mad, actually. <laughs> Goodbye. Troll. <laughs>